Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with international jazz vocalist, bassist, and band leader Janet Evra. She opened up about her new 2023 CD, Meet Me in Paris. Originally from England, she is now happily based in St. Louis, Missouri. She performs on premier stages across the USA and Europe with recent international appearances at the Brecon Jazz Festival in Wales, the David Jazz Festival in Romania, the Lina Jazz Festival in Finland, amongst many others. Over the years, she has collaborated with jazz superstars like Randy Brecker, Wycliffe Gordon, Jeff Coffin, Sarah Gazarek, as well as many St. Louis jazz legends. She sings in English, Portuguese, Spanish, and French. She's got a lot of energy, a lot of great stories. Enjoy this interview. It's great to meet you, Janet. I love the album. I love the vibe. Thank you for taking a minute out for the show. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So where are you located? I am located in St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, I love it here. I'm not from here originally. I am from the UK, but I've been here for a while now, and it's just a great place for music. I, I just never hear that. I'm in Kansas City, so I... Yes. Yeah, that's wild. Well, that's great. So we'll peel back the layers of, of St. Louis and, and the album, but before we get to that point living through the last three and a half years of the pandemic as an artist had to be trying. So I'm curious, how did you survive that time period and how did it change you? Mm, it was tough. Uh, it, it was harder for other musicians than for me. I was in a good situation where I had a day job as well, as I'm sure many musicians do have to do to support their craft. Um, but yeah, the lack of shows was really hard. I missed playing with friends and that's how I develop a lot of my ideas is when we play together with drummers and trumpet players and piano players and all those great folks that I like to play with. Um, fortunately, I do have a live-in guitar player. My husband, Will Buchanan, uh, is, is living with me. And so, you know, during COVID, we were still able to work together on some things. But um, yeah, it, it, was, it was a hard time in some ways, but fortunately for me, a creative time as well. So was Meet Me in Paris kind of a creative outgrowth of living through the pandemic? Actually, no, it's my post-pandemic celebration album. Excellent. That's <laughs> yes. 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 So, no, I, I I kind of got through COVID and realized that I wanted to play with people. I wanted to focus on this beautiful French music that I love and, uh, and yeah, go out and play it with people. So talk to me a little bit about how you artistically put this album together. There is a lot of joy. There's a lot of light. You can feel it. So talk to me from your perspective, how you put it together. Absolutely. So, you know, Meet Me in Paris, uh, is a French jazz record. Uh, I've got some classic French jazz chansons that I've just loved, you know, my whole life, like Edith Piaf's Le Vie Rose, Charles Trenet, La Mer from him, the Beyond the Sea, Henri Batty and his Ceci Bon. Uh, it's got some more modern tunes too, like a Pink Martini tune and a tune by Hans Zimmer, Suis Moi, which was from that animated movie, My Little Prince. And I've got a couple of original tunes in a French jazz style on there as well. So kind of my vibe going into this was to have a listener press play on the music and close their eyes and be transported to a Parisian cafe in like 1970, smell the baguettes and taste the coffee and the croissants and, uh, you know, just be watching the world go by and have a, a positive, fresh, fun travel vibe. <laughs> that's that's what I was going for. 
Right on. I think I think you nailed it. So talk to me a little bit about the beginnings, where you were born and raised and how singing and music and more specifically jazz became your life. Yeah. So I grew up in the UK in a small city called Gloucester in England. And I was very fortunate to be born into a musical family. And my family loves languages too. So, you know, my mom taught piano lessons and played viola. My older sister is a multi-instrumentalist composer. My dad is an organ player and an enthusiast of like hi-fi audio systems. So, um, yeah, so I grew up listening to a lot of styles of music, uh, but I only got into jazz later on in kind of the late college years. Um, and yeah, sort of started to learn bass shortly after that and really got into it with this with this new project around 2018 or so and put out about three albums since then just yeah love this music so much so who were inspirations who did you really kind of gravitate towards and emulate so to speak yeah so many singers i i love what they do um i mean there's edith piaf the old style french music in a more modern french trend Melody Gardot and Madeleine Peru. I would say are, are channeling some vibes that I really enjoy. Cyril Aimé also is a beautiful French singer now based in New Orleans. Um, yeah, just those beautiful singers that bring good vibes and play with these incredible instrumentalists. So what was the first live show, jazz show or otherwise, that you saw that blew you away or made you think, I want to be on that stage one day? Oh my goodness, probably Esperanza Spalding. I saw her live in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and she had her uh, Radio Music Society band, huge band on the stage. And, um, you know, I knew I liked the music already, but just seeing them live was such an experience. And she was a big reason why I wanted to play the bass as well. Oh, that's wonderful. So talk to me a little bit about, was it always a dream of yours to come to America? You know, it was not. I kind of came to the U.S. on a lark. I came as a gap year after high school, secondary school. Uh, I was going to go back to the U.K. and study English literature, of all things, in university, in college. Um, but I got here and I, I did this sort of one-year enrichment program at a small liberal arts college just on the Illinois side of St. Louis and uh, really liked it. And I especially loved the music classes I was taking. So... I decided to turn the lock into a degree and, and stayed and did the program here. So what what do you like the best about living in St. Louis? Oh, that's a tough choice. Um, I've got to say the music first and foremost. It's just such a great scene and everyone's been so welcoming and lending just beautiful talents from all sort of backgrounds. Um, but then beyond that, you know, it's a gorgeous city. I live in this old brick building and uh, this beautiful parks, Forest Park is pretty close to where I live. So, you know, I take the dog and we um, go and enjoy the amenities of, of St. Louis all the time. Yeah. But, you know, I've been to Kansas City, too. And that's a gorgeous city as well. I'd love to yeah. spend more time there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So in this journey of being a professional musician, there's so many aspects that go into it. What do you like the best? What do you look forward to the most? Ooh, well... You know, I love to write music and create music with other people. So I think looking into the future, creating like an album every year would be sort of a goal or a dream of mine. If I could keep 
putting out new music. That's just something I really enjoy. Um, and then beyond that, playing festivals, playing shows, going on the road, meeting other musicians. I got the chance to go to Finland a couple of years ago for a festival in the UK last year. And uh, the Russia Jazz Festival is coming up next summer. We'll be going back to the UK and some of those uh, European countries next summer as well. Um, I just love the travel aspect of it. So um, that's a fun part of it for me. So talk to me a little bit about what what's next like as far as like shows like as we kind of like wind through the rest of the year i'm curious is your itinerary picking up with the new album how are things going at, at the end of this year and going into the next yeah things are looking good so in 2024 i'll be playing a lot of wonderful big shows here in st louis to start off the year including at the sheldon and jazz st louis um, some of the bigger places here. And then uh, as the summer gets started, I will be off to the San Jose, uh, I'm sorry, San Diego, San Diego Jazz Festival uh, with my band. And then after that will be the Rochester Jazz Festival in upstate New York um, with some huge names there. I'm excited to, to meet some of my favorite contemporary jazz musicians. Um, and yeah, I've got a, got a lot of shows coming in the fall too. Uh, venues tbd but i'm um, trying to do more touring this year so let, let's say you have the chance to get into a time machine and go back in time and catch any performer or band in the history of jazz with your own eyes where are you going to go who would you love to see oof that's a great question hmm. i'm it's it's hard to say i'd have to pick one of my favorite singers from sort of the early days of jazz probably i mean maybe the classic ella fitzgerald and louis armstrong you know to playing together that would have been a special show to see uh yeah don't have a specific year in mind but i mean hearing them through the recordings you can tell they were having fun oh yeah <laughs> for sure so why do you love jazz i think it's just the fun that that goes into the improvisational nature of the music. Every time you play jazz, it's different. It's dependent on who is playing with you, what mood we're all feeling, what we've been listening to recently outside of the jazz realm. Um, so yeah, we bring all of that. And then of course, there's these songs that are so beautifully crafted from the canon uh, that I love to play again and again. And then, you know, I have the freedom to write within this genre myself and people seem to like it so i think jazz just allows for so much freedom and expression that's yeah such a great genre absolutely so you've you've been on quite a journey in your life geographically and professionally speaking so i'm curious if you had a dream tonight ran into the version of you let's say before you came to america and you could give that younger version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained in your life up to this point what advice would you give your younger self? <laughs> Perhaps something like, don't worry about a small crowd. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, when I was getting started in this, I, I didn't really know anyone in the St. Louis scene. I didn't know, uh, you know, even the songs that well, the venues that well. It was all new and I think it was a little disheartening at the beginning to be playing these sort of small shows. And um, I think one time we got a, a check from a show that was based on ticket sales for $7.
Wow. You know, it was yeah. it was a humble beginning, um, <laughs> but you know, it was those experiences and, and playing to an empty room and and working out the kinks that really helped develop my sound and and made me into a more uh, fearless performer <laughs> today. Absolutely. So, at the end of the day, Janet, everyone has a perception of you: family, friends, fans. But you ultimately run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Gosh, you know, you're asking these deep questions today. I like it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think of myself as a, a positive person. Um, I seek to spread joy through my music and, and bring people together. And I feel a sense of communities it shows. So I think that sort of is something that's important to my sense of self, that I'm that I'm doing good out here and spreading, you know, a sense of engagement and connection to people um yeah let's go with that <laughs> yeah i like it so if anyone wants to pick up the brand new album meet me in paris learn about live shows get out there to st louis to see you anything about your world where's the best place to go yes you can listen to meet me in paris on spotify and the other streaming platforms itunes apple music amazon music all those places if people would like to order the CD or the vinyl, which just came out, you can do that through my website, JanetEverett.com, and that will take you through to a lovely record store in St. Louis called Vintage Vinyl that ships in the U.S. and also to some countries internationally as well. Um, yeah, those are the places, JanetEverett.com. I love it. Janet, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Best of luck with everything. Have a great holiday season. Thank you so much. You as well. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Chess interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in St. Louis, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Janet for her time, energy, and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.